Tucker on him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, -on -one. Irving puts it up. It's good! Kyrie Irving from downtown! We're centered it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. Yes, 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 yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jordan. Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Let's join with my guy, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. Yes, sir. We're starting it off fucking freezing on the on the Zoom. Freezing oh, on the good sign. Freezing on the Zoom. We good. We good. We good. We're gonna have go. good. We're gonna have good juju. We're gonna keep the. We're gonna reel this in. We good. We good. Uh, oh, yeah. Welcome everybody to the show. We are being brought to you by the Sharps app. Make sure to go download it to your mobile device. S H A R P Z straight to your mobile device. Use promo code George five one seven. It's free. Download it, track your bets, become a better, better. It is a great tool to use. <clears throat> Sorry, if you see me looking up, it's because I'm uh, watching this Nevada-Hawaii game. Sweating. Sweating. Sweating and grinding. Yep. Yep. So, uh, anyways, we're here. We're live. We direct. NFL Sunday, week 15 is in the books. Well, except for one game, the Monday night game, Seattle yep. and Philadelphia, which we will talk about. Um, but before we get to that, Ben, how was... How, how how are you doing? How's your weekend? Doing well, man. Getting uh, the getting ready to go. Kind of go down to the last nick of things uh, work wise before I get uh, a couple weeks off. It's a nice thing about working at a university is when uh, when the school shuts down for winter close, we we shut down too. So <clears> two <throat> weeks coming up, which is going to be going to be nice, going to be, be well awesome. needed, and then uh, you know going strong again in the new year. Nice. So. I can't complain, and I'm drinking a good beer tonight. So hell yeah, man! I'm stoked about that. How you doing? I'm good. Good. Family's still in town. Family's still in town. There we go. Mom is uh, mom and dad are sleeping. So there we go. Driving back. Are they staying for the holiday? Nah, they're driving back in the a.m. Um, okay. My mom just retired though. So hell yeah! Congratulations, mom! For your yeah. retirement. Um, so she has nothing to do. But but uh, my stepdad still has to work, so yeah, he's got to go back back home and uh, you know, do his do his duties, make that money. Yep. But um, yeah, man, you know, great weekend, a lot of good sports. College bowl season underway, a lot of crazy. Bowl season's always fucking unpredictable. Yeah, to some extent, um, you know, like UCLA for example. We find out like literally like 15 minutes before kickoff that Colin Schlee is going to be starting, uh, and then halfway through the game they put in Garbers who is supposed to start. UCLA yep. ends up fucking blowing out Boise State in the second half. They they uh, outscore Boise State 21 nothing in the second half. So uh, or more than that, it was like fucking it's like 28 to seven in the second half, something like that. But anyways, bowl, that's bowl season, right? Yeah. <clears throat> For those that don't know, uh, we, me and AK did a bowl preview and handicap. You can go listen to it. It is on any streaming device, Apple, Google, Prime, 
Spotify, whatever you listen to your podcast on, you can find it there. We pre we literally went through every single bowl game, dude, like two and a half hours worth of talking bowls. So that's out there. Um, but yeah, man, excited to be here, Ben. Excited to talk some NFL football. I feel like NFL seasons. Uh, you know, we're only we only got what three more weeks, Ben. Three more weeks, yeah, and it's close, man. There's a lot of close divisions. There's a lot of close races. Yeah, um, we're we're getting to the thick of it. And and to talk a little further about the good sports weekend, we've got basketball and hockey, which are both about a quarter of the way done. Yep. We've got baseball trade deadline, or sorry, not trade deadline, free agency. Um, in the thick of things right now. We had a crazy UFC. Ah, um, uh, UFC was trash last night. UFC was not bad. We had a couple knockouts. We had shit going down in the the. Uh, yeah, that made uh, up for like the last. I I, I I shouldn't say this because I didn't really watch UFC because I was at Paze's ballet event. Yeah. However, like I came home and I I rewatched the main card. Uh, I don't like I don't know. It just I I feel like UFC is just it's so lackluster now, dude. Like yeah, it definitely has lost its its luster, but the right. In my mind, the right people won, or who I wanted to win the fights won the fights last night. You mean all the uh, favorites? Because <laughs> all the uh, favorites won. All the non-MAGA uh, lovers out there um, won their fights. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely, uh, I, I, I had a good feeling uh, Leon Edwards was definitely going to win his yeah. his fight. I love seeing Kobe Covington get the shit beat out of him. The two women who fucking destroyed themselves. Um, you saw the before and after pictures uh, of their fight, and they were both just like completely different women because they were all so fucking bloodied and swollen. Um, the knockout—you got a guy, you know, who's fine now, but he was like convulsing. Oh yeah, he was fucked up. The knockout—you have uh, who is it? Deplessis and um, Strickland, I think it was, uh, fighting in the crowd. Yep, like. It that uh, it was fun. It was a fun. fun I just, fight. I just, I feel like UFC is turning into WWE, where it's like it's less about the fights and more about making fights, and like mm. you get that kind of shit in the stands and stuff. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I just feel like UFCs. It's just not the same, and it's I don't know, dude. I just I don't. Well, it's not like it was when it was during COVID and it was the only thing on. Well, that I mean, like. You know, I used to watch UFC like religiously in the early 2000s and then I like stopped watching it because it became like such a tool sport. And, and no offense to those people out there or anything, but like, you it's know, bruh. when uh bruh. when Tap Out became hella popular and Ed Hardy and stuff, like I don't know, it just yeah. became like a like the people that like loved UFC were just like meatheads and and I don't know, I just I didn't vibe That's- with them and so I kind of stopped following UFC for a little bit. I got back into it in like 2015 because it became a it it became a very you know, uh, like a, a sport that is just very cerebral. Like you have to be good at fighting now, but now I feel like they've gone away from that. Like we had a we had a ton of good fighters as champions. John Jones, we had um, you know, um, Stipe, we had uh, Khabib. We had all these good champions, uh, Usman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Israel, Izzy. The start of Izzy, yeah. 
we had all these good champions that were just like they were so good at what they did and they were they were great fighters and and great you know they were just tacticians and, and now yeah. and now I feel like it's like as long as you make noise and you can like put people the eyes on the product you know like Sugar Shane Mosley like yeah he's a good fighter but like he's not well rounded at all yeah, and he's definitely not as good of a striker as like an Izzy or anything. But it's like he could he creates a lot of eyes because he talks a lot of shit. He's a good promoter, right? And here he is, you know, Colby yeah. Covington, another example. Like, bro, shouldn't have had a title shot, but no, he hypes up a fight. He gets yep. eyes on the fight. Boom, and I just feel like that it's kind of gone away. It's more UFC now than it is actual fighting. I could be wrong, you know. I'm I'm a casual UFC fan, dude. Yeah, well, I think it goes in waves. You definitely get the waves there, and and this is, you know, this is a time where you aren't getting a lot of differentiation in the top spots. You you know, and with the new rulings of you know, it has to be six months in between fights. Like on UFC, get, they have to do that. Yeah, you have to get six months in between a fight now. It's probably a good idea, uh, though. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean these guys' brains get rattled so much. Um, so, like, it, it's it's hard to follow someone. I, it may it may just be, like, six months if they lose their fight, that they have to wait. But I, it could be that. I just feel like UFC is a kind of sport, Ben, where it's, like, the brand of UFC is bigger than the actual fighters. Because, like, we've seen it. Like, Dana White will just recycle. Like, he'll just find new guys. He'll keep finding new guys. And I think that's why, like, you know, we've seen guys like um, Francis Naganu who went on to boxing because, you know, he was tired of getting paid $50,000 for a fight. And then I think until UFC figures that part out, I think there's always going to be this issue where it's just going to be like, you know, it's going to be like different eras of fight. Not eras, but it's like shorter eras. It's like every two, three years, right? So it's like, yeah, I don't know, just changes and. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not like I'll be the first to admit because I know people are gonna listen to this and be like, this motherfucker has no idea what he's talking about. Like, first of all, I'm not the best guy to talk UFC. Like, I admit I'm a casual UFC fan, but I also am talking about it as a casual fan. Like, yeah, I'm the yep. kind of guy that UFC wants to go after because yeah, they have their diehard fans, but it's getting guys like me and you, Ben, to follow the sport and getting them entertained, like guys that watch sports regularly, guys that bet on sports regularly, like we aren't big UFC guys. How does UFC yeah. captivate people like us? You yeah. know? So I feel like us saying, giving our opinion on UFC actually does mean something in the long run. Yep. No, I, I definitely agree with you on that. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's hard to sustain, you know, that, that allure. Um, when, you know, there are so many fighters and, you know, you can't follow people because, you know, three to six months. So that's what it says is three to six months, uh, between fights, you know, you, you forget what happens between those fights. You, you know, you have to pay out the ass to watch those fights and then watch those you know those those playbacks too so well also like because you know ufc is a great like party event right like so you can invite people over like that's a whole great thing about ufc 
But in the long run, like, you know, I'd rather watch, um, you know, USC versus Washington college hoops game at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday than I would a UFC event, unless mm-hmm. it, like, really captivates me. Like, yeah, I'll have, I'll have UFC on in a corner, but it's not going to be my main TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, how does UFC garner that attention once again? You know, they had called, they had, um, what's his name? Connor McGregor, right? And they've had these big, these good fighters. Like now they got to, now they have like a new generation of fighters that kind of got to build up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, we'll see, we'll see. I, I mean, there's a lot of good fighters, dude. Like fighters are obviously, you know, it's natural evolution, dude. They're getting better and better and better as the sport grows. Yeah. <laughs> fighters are getting better, but Yeah. How's that? Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing uh, average is six to seven months. But if you get, like, a clean slate, you can be up to, like, three months between fight time or fight. That's crazy because, like, you know, remember when Chimev fought, like, back-to-back weeks? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he didn't really get touched, so it was, like, whatever. Exactly, yeah. Um. All right. NFL Sunday. Or NFL Week 15. So we had Thursday, Saturday games. Um, let's start. Let's start with Sunday night. We'll just recap what we saw recently, and then we'll kind of, and then we'll go to Saturday games, and then we'll uh, talk about other okay. games. Um, so tonight we had uh, Baltimore at Jacksonville. Baltimore closed three and a half, four point favorites, depending on um, <clears throat> where you got it at. I mean, just an absolutely comical game for the Jaguars. Uh, only have themselves to blame. They end up losing twenty three to seven, but they had five trips inside Baltimore territory and came out with zero points. Six total trips, only seven total points in six trips inside Baltimore territory. Just an absolute fucking atrocity. If you were a Jags backer, and if you're, and on the flip side, you know, I know you were on the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens was the kind of bet where it's like you had a lottery ticket. Like, that's the kind of game where, like, you walk away from and it's like, man, I'm fucking lucky, dude. I mean, yes and no. I expected this to be a lot closer of a game. Ben, the Jack should have at least had 12 more points. 12 minimum more points. Okay, 12 minimum more points would have put them at 19. So, you know, again, it should have been a hell of a lot closer of a game. Um, 12 points puts them at still not covering well 12 minimum because if if yeah lawrence i know i know know. i'm just saying that this game the the ravens are rightful winners dude the ravens are a better team i agree but the jags literally they killed they cost themselves oh absolutely and and it being a home game you know i think was uh you know a, a big part of that they couldn't stop uh lamar running um i think that was the biggest thing is lamar was such a uh, a dangerous piece attacking because he couldn't he can throw the ball and he can you know he can run it as well and they they couldn't get where that switch was where he was going to take off and run they were leaving the you know the center of the field wide <laughs> open for him and he took advantage of it i mean he only threw for 171 yards um yeah but he ran for almost 100 
I just I just think at the end of the day, it's like if Jacksonville actually put points on the board when they got into Ravens territory, we're talking about a totally different game. I agree. And and I'm not taking anything away from the Ravens because you already know my opinion on the Ravens. I think the Ravens yeah. are the best team in the AFC by far. But this game more showed me that the Jags are further away than I actually thought they were. Yeah. Well, and I also think that we may be seeing it, or may not be seeing, but we may have an injury to Trevor Lawrence. Um, he couldn't hold on to the ball much at all, whether he was throwing the ball or running with the ball. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily too much like Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, what happened at, at ETN? I noticed that he didn't end the game. Did they just... Well, I mean, they, they were or... they were down so much, Ben, that they have to uh, they had to like throw the ball a lot. So no, I know, but he, he wasn't even on the field. That's that's why I I questioned that. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think the Jags everything they needed to do to win this game, like I think, it was just turned upside down because of a lot of things that happened. I mean, I don't know what happened with Etn. I don't. I just think Agnew's a better pass catching back. Yeah. That's why he was in more, but um, yeah, man. Now the Jags are, you know, they're on the. They might not even win the division, dude. There's no well, yeah, guarantee. And, and this division is one of the tightest, I think, in in football because you've got three teams that are that are right there. You've got Jacksonville eight and six, Indianapolis eight and six, and Houston eight and six. I think um, Houston's the only real player. Yeah. I mean, AK and I took Houston a couple weeks ago because of the schedule that they had in here. But you got to look at at Indianapolis; they've got a good schedule. You got Jacksonville; that's got a good schedule. And you know, I, I think you can, you know, you can take Houston. What they did today, coming out with a really big win—that was a huge without, win. Without huge yeah, win. Without, I mean, hold on. I I saw this list of players out. And no CJ Stroud, no Tank Dell, no Nico no Collins, Nico, no Will Anderson Jr., no George Fant, no Blake Cashman, and Tavaria Thomas. Huge, massive win for the Texans, dude. And they're on the road, and they beat the Titans, and they still have the Titans at home, which is uh, you know a big thing. Yep. In these next, and the Titans games. are eliminated now, so it's like, what are they playing for? Yeah. So I, I think I think Houston does have a shot to win the division. I think Houston has. You know, a shot, an easier shot at the um, at the playoffs. Um, you know, at least making you know seven or eight, or sorry, six or seven. Um, they've got to get two teams to drop out right now, um, but there's there's possibilities. I think Houston and Buffalo are going to need to, you know, hop some player or some teams to get into those final two spots. I think Cincinnati who Burrow goes down and now you have Jamar chase going down. Um, I think that chase injury really hurts. He's out for the rest of the year. Yep. Um, Cleveland has not looked good. Um, they could still well, drop out. The thing with Cleveland ahead. though is like Cleveland's good at home, but they're not good on the road. Yeah. Um, Buffalo's going to get in the playoffs. I'll yeah. almost guarantee it. Buffalo's getting into the playoffs. That team is a that's a good football team. I told you on our podcast on Tuesday, said there's a reason why they were favored over Dallas. That's that's a good football team, man. They've had a lot yeah. of shit go against them. Um, I didn't expect them to get fucking mollywopped like they did, but um, I'm I, sorry, not get mollywopped to do the mollywopping. Um, 
you know, next week they got the, the Texans on the road uh, in Houston, which is going to be is going to be tough because you're at least going to have Stroud back. I don't know what. Hold on, who is the Texans playing? Texans have uh, the Browns next week. In te- in Houston. In Houston, yeah. yeah. I, I like I like Houston there because the Browns haven't been good on the road all year. Yeah. So I think that benefits Houston. Hopefully they get Stroud back. That'd yeah, be- they should have Stroud back. And Will Anderson, not sure about. The only thing I will say about the Browns, dude, is, um, you know, Flacco is trash today. They were lucky to get away with a fucking win. Um, Huge win today. But he does add an element that they haven't really had. Because he is able to throw the ball, mm. and he throws the ball. You know, sometimes sometimes he throws the ball maybe when he shouldn't, but mm. he's not afraid to. You know what I mean? Um, and and they still have a good defense, and you know, as long as their defense gets healthy, you know, that's beneficial. But yeah, they haven't been good on the road, so I would definitely lean the Texans there. Yep, I think this game against the Colts. Uh, well, I mean, Houston has the Colts, and what's the Bills schedule the rest of the way? The Titans left. Uh, Bills have. I think Bills play Kansas City again, right? No, they only play them once. They're in different divisions. Divisions, yeah. Who was playing Kansas City? I don't remember. Uh, let's see. So, just because my page is still loading, Houston has Browns, Titans, Colts. So that Colts game on the seventh is going to be a big one. Uh, Bills have Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins, so they can they can win out. That Dolphins game is probably going to be the the hardest in their schedule. Yeah, and the Dolphins don't beat good teams, so there's yep. that. <clears throat> uh, let's see the Bengals. Well, the Bengals without Jamar Chase—that's an interesting angle because they obviously don't have Burrow the rest of the year. Jake Browning hasn't looked bad, but, I mean, not having Jamar Chase, that adds a whole different fucking element to it because, like, Jamar Chase is, like, one of the top three wide receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. So that's going to change a lot of things. Um, when it, it pulls it pulls a player away from T. Higgins, which we saw was very beneficial this week. Um, but, no, well, I guess. I, mean, I saw Boyd, though, game. too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Colts have Falcons, Raiders, Texans. It's a pretty easy schedule. Uh, Cincy has Steelers, Chiefs, Browns. Well, Steelers suck. Yeah. Chiefs are good. Browns are good. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna be an interesting one there. I think I think Indianapolis and Cincinnati drop. Um, yeah, I agree. And then Texans and, and Bills go. I think in. I think Houston and and Buffalo. I definitely like Buffalo to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know what those odds are right now. They're probably like minus one twenty five. Yeah. But, uh, we got uh, we got Houston at minus one twenty five a couple of weeks ago. I wish we got it when. Uh, I bet you could get it now at like plus one twenty five. Yeah, but 
I, I mean, I'll still take it. Today's one was huge. Yeah, he, today's one was massive. Yeah. So. Massive. Huge win. Yeah. Just need Bengals and Colts to lose or Browns, but either way, you guys, Texans looking good. Um, all right, let's talk about some of these Saturday games. Um, uh, first one we had did Detroit, or no, first one we had uh, Minnesota at Cincy. Cincy closed minus two and a half, minus three, depending on where you got it from, where you got it at. And uh, Cincy wins 27-24. This was a wild fucking game. Um, you know, for a long time, it looked like Minnesota was not only going to win, but they were going to not only cover, but they were going to win. But, you know, Cincinnati came back in that fourth quarter, scored 21 points and three points yeah. in overtime. Cincinnati comes away with the W, 27-24. Um, what's your thoughts on this game, Ben? I mean, I think, you know, as close as it was that we had, you know, that extra turnover on, on Minnesota's part, which was you know, the, the big aspect of the game here, um, you know, with the injuries to both of these quarterbacks, I wasn't surprised that it was close. I wasn't surprised that, you know, it ended up being a, you know, a three point game, um, huge fourth quarter for Cincy to come back and and score 21 there. Um, huge, you know, Minnesota just, they didn't play a full 60. And, nope. you know, when you're up 17 to three going into the fourth, you got to put that away. And and that's, I think, you know, with the injuries that that Minnesota has, it's just taken too much of a toll on them. Yep. hundred percent agree. I just, uh, you know, I had no play in that game. I didn't, I didn't want no, no part of either that, that uh, either side in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I have said that, you know, the, the the luster of Josh Dobbs was wearing off. Obviously, Mullen started this game. He wasn't much better. Um, so, you know, that's that. It's going to be interesting going forward for Cincinnati, considering they don't have Jamar Chase. So we're going to see what happens with that. Next game, we had uh, Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. Colts closed minus one and a half point favorites. They went 30 to 13. Um, you know, the Steelers just they're, just, they're just not a good team. At all, and this is probably going to be the first time in in uh, Tomlin's career where he's going to have a team finish under five hundred. To be honest, they, they should have a worse record than they do. They got really lucky to begin the year. They're the first team in NFL history through eight games to have a winning record, even though they got outgained in every single fucking game. Yeah. That's where the Steelers are now. And uh, I just I like I don't I'm not that high on the Colts. The Colts win this game. The Colts. Shane Steichen and the Colts, they managed to win games. And, and we're, I'm going to talk about this a little later when we get to the Eagles. But, but um, yeah, the, the Steelers just aren't that good. That, yeah. That's my takeaway. Yeah. I mean, Steelers' penalties killed them. Eight for 101 yards. Um, and turnovers killed them. Yep. Three to zero. You can't, can't expect to win a game. They're not a good uh, team. Turn the ball. What's that? They're just not a good team. No. And I mean, Mitch the bitch. Damn, dude, that's harsh, Benjamin. I could call him bitch Trubisky. Either one. He's just, he's not, he's not him. He is not him. All right, the next game we had on Saturday was uh, Denver at Detroit. Detroit closed five and a half point favorites. 
Um, if you listen to our podcast on Tuesday, I took a minus four. WWW over was 49 goes over. Um, you know, again, like I thought this was a buy low spot on Detroit. Denver obviously came away with a lot of W's. Won five of their last six. And as I spoke about on the podcast, they'd been squeaking out with victories against some bad teams. And I thought this was a good, obviously Detroit at home is a much better team than, than they are on the road. Um, so I, I love Detroit in this spot. Detroit absolutely handled business. This, this one was never fucking close other than the first quarter when it was zero, zero. Um, and now, you know, Denver's kind of their playoff hopes are, they're living on an edge. Um, and then, you know, it is what it is. Uh, luckily for the Lions, the Packers have just absolutely fucking fallen apart in the last two weeks. So they're kind of they're sitting very pretty. Yeah. In the north. Um, what's your what was your thoughts on this game, man? <clears throat> I was on the other side. Um, I was on Denver um, for this game. I thought that the Lions were on that negative, you know, trail and um, it was going to, you know, excuse me, keep going downhill. Um, I, I didn't expect Denver to not be able to stop a fucking run. I mean, it was, it was an absolute joke. 185 yards on uh, 28 carries. Um, Jamar Gibbs had a hell of a game, 11 carries for hundred yards and you know, then having David Montgomery, 17 carries for 85, um, yeah, they, they couldn't stop a fucking nosebleed. And that was, uh, that was the big thing there. Um, you know, unfortunate that, uh, I went the opposite direction there. So that this opposite direction didn't work for me. Had a couple this weekend that did, but this one did not. Pretty much every bet you went against me this week, Ben, did not hit except for the except for the Ravens. <laughs> he's he's silent. Uh, I'm frozen. No. Do you hear me? Ben, oh, we lost Ben for a second. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just felt like the Lions were definitely the right spot there. Oh, there you are. I'm back. Okay, sorry about that. <clears throat> oh, so before you went frozen, I I was saying the the only bet you went against me that hit was the Ravens this week. Um. Because I was on. I was on Bills minus two, Lions minus four, and Jags plus three. I was on Dallas. Yep. And I was on Buffalo. Then uh, you were on Buffalo. Yep. I was on San Francisco. I wasn't on Arizona. No, I wasn't really on them. I was just talking shit. Oh, okay. Um the Niners suck, dude. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. I was on Green Bay. I didn't have a play in that game. Yeah. I uh, leaned. I leaned Chargers, which we talked about on the pod. I was said I wouldn't play, but I leaned Chargers. Thank God. 
Yep. <clears throat> fucking sorry ass fucking Chargers. Yep. Let's let's get to that game right now. Cause Brandon Staley finally fucking got fired, dude. Like, About time. This motherfucker, dude, could have gotten away with murder before he got fired. Finally he gets fired. It took giving up forty two points in the first half to the dog shit fucking Raiders, dude. For Brandon Staley to get fired. I mean, just an yep. absolute atrocity from the fucking chart. Like this game, Ben. This game was I watched a little bit of it because yeah. it was so bad. I watched like the first two quarters and I was like, dude, the Chargers gave up. They look they like did. shit, dude. What a fucking well, dog shit team. Yeah. I mean, again, you can't win a game when you're, I mean, we talked earlier about the turnover ratio uh, at three zero. This game was five to zero. Um, yeah. And this game was over. Up the, yeah. I think, I think four of those, I'm trying to get the, um, play play by play um to see when those turnovers happen here we go uh let's see one of them happened early on fumble in the first two in the first half uh so two in the first half and then three in the second half one of them was a fumble touchdown one of them was a interception touchdown. Yeah, they were. That was that was trash, bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and just uh, I'm a little surprised that we saw the GM get fired. Um. Yeah, I think that could be because he stayed with Staley for so long. Um. But I mean, he really did put a good product out on the field. Um, but when they're mismanaged coaching wise and, um, you know, there's no kind of repercussions for those, uh, those coaching issues and trainer issues. And, you know, you just keep naming it off. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised, not surprised that that GM has gone there, but he really did put a good offensive and good defensive team out there. Um, Staley just could not manage that team. Um, no, um, the biggest not open for any any change. Well, the biggest thing with Staley is like you're supposed to be a defensive coach, and you give up 42 points to a team that had only scored over 20 points twice all season long, and one of those times they only scored 21. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like this team has not been able to score, and you gave up 42 points, dude. Like at that point, in my opinion. That team has just straight up given up on you. Oh, yeah. And that's a major coaching issue. It's not the first time we've had this discussion about Brandon Steely this year or in years past, right? So it was absolutely time to move on. I was honestly surprised that he didn't get fired, like, immediately after the game. I was surprised it took till the next day. Yeah. I was absolutely shocked because if I was Dean Spanos, owner of the Chargers, I would have said, bro, you're staying here in Vegas. You could, you could find your own way home. You know, we, we're paying you, but you ain't coming back to our facilities at all. You ain't coming back nowhere near this fucking team. Yeah. <clears throat> so sayonara to Brandon Staley. That's a good roster right there. They're going to get it. <clears throat> they should hire a good coach and 
bounce back. Obviously, Herbert's out for the rest of the year with a broken index finger, but get him back and things can change. Okay, well, what do we think, uh, what do we think about these Belichick talks? Um, I mean, I don't think Belichick's the answer. However, like I could see it being a Spanos move in the in the sense where like you know Belichick's a big name. It's a roster that's already kind of put together. It doesn't need a ton, but Belichick hasn't proven shit since losing Brady. No, no, absolutely not. So if if I were the Pats, I'd probably take it because you know you're going to get a decent draft pick because he's still on. You know, on uh, on contract for another year, so you can all the probably pull there's a talks of the third. there's talks of the Pats are going to do away with Belichick at the end of the year, mm. so that changes everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where the Chargers are at. I would I, I would look I would look at a guy like uh, Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the for the Tigers on um, Brian Johnson or Ben Johnson, Ben or Brian starts with B. Who? The Lions offensive coordinator. Okay. <clears throat> That's who I would look at. Yeah. Chargers got to hire someone offensive. Can yeah, I go? Yeah, you got to support their gotta. star quarterback. Yeah. Have to, dude. Yeah. Absolutely have to. All right, let's move on to the next game. We had uh, Dallas at Buffalo. Buffalo closed two and a half point favorites. Buffalo blows the Cowboys out 31 to 10. Wasn't even fucking close. <laughs> what was your thoughts on this one, Ben? Um, I thought it was going to be a hell of a lot closer. I mean, I, I've got, I, I was just absolutely shocked by, um, by Dak today. Um, did not play a a Dak style game, whether it's cold or not. Um, you gotta hit, you know, at, at more than a, you know, a 60% completion percentage, um, and average more than 3.9 yards per, per completion. Uh, I thought the offensive line wasn't great, but the defensive line wasn't great. Um, you know, Josh Allen was able to move. He had three years to throw the ball, um, <laughs> Well, he's also good at running. Yeah, they I mean, Dallas couldn't fucking stop the run to save their lives either. Nope. Um, two hundred sixty-six rushing yards against. Um, yeah, it was it was shocking to me. Um, again, I think this shows. You know, this could have been a letdown game for Dallas because they, you know, they won heavily last week. Uh, but the lead in the division is already lost. So, yep. Well, unless the Eagles lose tomorrow, if the Eagles lose tomorrow, they will. The Cowboys yeah, okay, because they have the head-to-head, huh? Yeah. Well, the Cowboys will still be in yeah. the first place. Yep. They show will. Yeah, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. And fucking... Fucking Dak, man. Three fantasy points today. Yep. I hurt. 
mean, I, I, I had a feeling. I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't know if they were going to get blown out or not, but I definitely had a feeling that that they were going to that the Bills were going to win this game pretty handily because Dallas has not shown to beat anybody good on the road at all this year. Yeah. And, you know, the more you look at Buffalo, they should definitely be, they're a lot better of a team than, than their record says they are. Yeah. A lot better. Should have a lot more wins. And, oh, absolutely. And, uh, they've, they've had some tough losses. Um, you know, but line was at two and a half over under at 49 and a half. Like they, this should have been a shootout. Yeah. And, and nothing. And yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like who on the road, like aside from the Eagles who like can't stop a, a nosebleed on defense who have the Cowboys actually been able to put points on, on the road. Yeah. We we talked about this on the road. It's shitty teams. It's the giants. It's, uh, you know, they weren't able to put points up on the Niners. They put points up on the chargers, but not even it was 20 to 17 there. Um, they lost the Eagles the first time on the road. Uh, they beat the Panthers 33 to 10. <clears throat> they lost the Bills now on the road 31 to 10. I mean, this game next week is actually going to be uh, a huge eye opener because Dolphins can't beat a you know, beat a good team either. Yep. So they're going to be in Miami and uh we'll see if they can win on the road. We will absolutely see if they can win on the road. What's opening line on this one? Hold on. Uh, Miami minus one and a half. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I would lean. It's crazy because Dallas doesn't win on the road and, and Miami doesn't beat good teams. So, yeah, something's got to give in that game. <laughs> Something yep. has to give. All right, let's move on to uh let's move on to the next game. We have uh um San Francisco at Arizona. This game closed eleven and a half. San Francisco wins forty five twenty nine. Pick six kind of changed everything. Yep. Um you know, Niners are the best team, Cardinals suck. I'm not very shocked at this result. It is what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, it's better for the Cardinals to lose anyways, to keep that, that top pick. I think they're sitting at three right now. Yeah. You know, it's they're not going to get anywhere this year. So why, why yeah. push that? I mean, they were never going to get – but I, I I like the fight they have. They have fight. You know Absolutely. I mean? They, so, I mean, they stay in games. I mean, again, if you take away that, that uh, pick, pick six, six in the beginning of the game – yeah, it's a, close uh, it's game. a completely different game, but you know we talked about it before the game. At least where we we were sitting, I thought the Niners were still going to win, but you know the Cardinals could definitely cover. And if you take away those seven points, and it's a thirty-eight to twenty-nine game, they're covering. Um, 
So, you know, I think you take that as a, as a win is that you, you hung in there with the Niners who are, you know, that upper echelon team right now that, you know, you're going to have to be fighting with next year and you get one more, one more piece next year. You know, that's a, that's a huge help to keep them in it. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the Cardinals are that far away. Um, but you know, they're, they're definitely not there yet. So that's it. All right. Uh, next game we had Washington at LA Rams closed uh, six and a half point favorites. Total was 48 and a half Rams win 2020 total goes under by half a point. RIP to those that had the over 48 and a half. Yep. Sam Howell got hurt in this game. Jacoby Brissett threw for eight ten, two touchdowns at the end, zero interceptions. Um, you know, at point in this game, it looked like Washington is going to come back and cover, but Rams cover. Rams are uh, looking pretty good the last few weeks, and yep. uh, here they are. They're fighting for the playoffs once again. Um, you know, it's going to take a miracle for them to get in, but well, did you see? They're actually in the playoffs right now. They're in the playoffs. Did you see what happened to Howell though? I didn't. I didn't. It was that. a head injury. Okay. So probably concussion. Likely back. Yeah, he should be. Okay. He I mean, Rams are are in the playoffs right now. Um, let's see who do they have coming up. Uh, Niners, Giants, and Saints. So I mean, they can easily go two and one um, during that time. I think they probably will go two and one. Um, and, and can keep themselves, you know, probably in that final spot there. Um, you know, you look at the team so that they've beaten, there's nothing really sp- spectacular. Um, I think their their biggest win is against the Seahawks, who they have beat twice now, week one and week, what is that, 10? Yep. Um, 15, 14, 13, 11, uh, week 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they really haven't beat good teams um so that's going to be something that you know can they take that momentum to push themselves into you know being successful in the playoffs or are they a one-and-done team because they're going to be playing you know the the eagles or the the cowboys yeah i mean i I think the rams are like they're good enough to be good but i don't think they're good enough to be like win a playoff game good you know, we'll see, but I don't know. I just don't I don't see them there. Yeah. I mean if they do surprise us and take out the Cowboys or the Eagles, I don't necessarily They're not gonna beat the, the Cowboys on, on the road. Yeah. That's the thing is like the Cowboys aren't gonna lose on the road. Yeah. And like the Rams are like a feisty team, but like they still they're not that great defensively. Like, yeah, their defensive line is good, but they're not great. Uh, defensively outside of that and like their offense you know you know they could make noise offensively because they have good great players Nakua uh Cooper Cup Kyron Williams but Kyron Williams is out mm-hmm. right so it's like I, I just don't know how good the Rams are they're they're just like that cusp team where they're like they're like good but they're not like good yeah they're like on the good side they're like on they're like the better bad team yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, what a pickup getting Nakua in the fifth round. Yep. All right. Let's take a quick break real quick, and then we'll get back. We'll talk about the morning games today, and then we'll uh, break down Monday Night Football. Perfect. 
I had to pee like a fucking racehorse, dude. I ain't gonna there lie. Go. So that was nice. That was nice. I had to get another beer, so. Alright. What are you I'm sipping at. on now? You got a new beer? Uh, no, same one. Uh, so this is a... Um, it's from Alvarado Street. So this is uh, the beer that they made for their... I think it's USL. Um, for their soccer team out in Monterey. Yeah. Um, so this is called Land and Sea. It's a XPA, so it's an extra pale. Oh, at five percent, it's it's pretty good. It's a little hop heavy, but um, it's Nelson Savon, so you're getting those uh, that that kind of that that crispiness, that tropical fruity um, kind of flavor out of it. It's a it's a good pickup. Nice, like it. All right, let's talk about uh, Tampa at Green Bay. Green Bay close three and a half point favorites. Uh, Tampa wins 34 to 20. The total was 41 and a half goes over. I mean, just an atrocity from Green Bay's defense here. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, 22 of 28, 381 yards, four touchdowns, Ben. He looked like college Baker, man. They just, Green Bay just can't stop a fucking nosebleed. And that's been, yeah. that was their problem in on Monday night too against, against uh, Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. Um, they just couldn't stop him on that. <laughs> that's his nickname, bro. They couldn't Seriously. stop him on that final drive. And, you know, 
Giants ended up winning that game, and now here we are, the Packers, a team that looked like they were a surefire to be in the playoffs. Now they're on the outside looking in at 6-8, and eight, and I don't know if they're going to get in, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm with you there. I was uh, su- incredibly surprised at this game. Um, biggest thing, too, is is Tampa Bay averaged 17.3 yards per reception today. Yeah, they were in, insane. Absolutely insane. Had a 52-yarder from David Moore. Um, Baker looked like college Baker. Um, I, I, yeah, it was it was incredible. And you know, Green Bay is on the outside looking in. And I don't, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think they have a shot to make the playoffs. Um, it's gonna be tough. It, it's gonna be very tough. And let's see, they've got uh, well. They do have an easy schedule. They have the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Yeah, Bears. we said that last week, too, and then we're like, oh, they got the Giants. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Bucks at home. Yeah. They... And here they are, dude. They lost. They dropped two straight. Absolutely should have won on Monday night. Um, they were the better team, but, you know, this team just, it's not it, dude. Yeah. And, like, the Vikings, like, I don't think the Vikings are going to be there in the end. Like, they're going to fall out. But then the problem you have is the Saints are seven and seven, the Seahawks are six and seven. The Seahawks win tomorrow; they're like right back in it, mm-hmm. and you know it's just it's it's tough sledding, dude. Like you got teams in front of you. Yeah, well, I mean, teams in front of you, absolutely. Um, you know, there's the Falcons, the Packers, the Giants, and the Bears. I I kind of are. I'm saying they're out of it now. Um, yeah, the Bears the are out that, of it for sure. Yeah. The Falcons and aren't out of it. The Giants are right there. The Giants uh, are the out of it. The Bears yeah. are out of it. I, I like I know they're mathematically in it, but they're like they're out of it, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'd even put the Falcons right there too. I wouldn't cuz the Falcons still have um one against the Saints. I think they saw like they the Falcons the Saints, losing Bears and Colts. The Falcons losing today to the to the to the uh, Panthers, that was a brutal fucking loss for them, dude. Like, yeah, that was a game they absolutely had to have. But I, I still don't think they're like eliminated. But yeah, I wouldn't. It would shock me if they won. I think the Bucks are absolutely in the driver's seat for the NFC South. Yeah, hundred percent. But which the Saints is, are right there. Which is funny because seeing their uh, quarterback play in the preseason, yeah. they said they were going to be the worst team in this fucking division. Yeah. That's how it goes sometimes, though. And it's an Arthur Smith away from them winning the division. Yeah, sometimes you got to just, uh, you just got to, you know, can't put too much into preseason sometimes. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Saints uh, at, or the Giants at the Saints. This is a game I actually, I liked. Um, Saints closed six and a half point favorites. The total was 39 and a half. I like the Saints here. I, just, I thought the Tommy Cutlets, uh, similar to the Josh Dobbs shit, like I, I just felt like it was coming to an end. And sure enough, you know, it came to an end, came to a halt. Giants really couldn't move the ball after the first two drives. It was basically sayonara. What was your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, I mean, this is the the Derek Carr that they was – they were hoping that they were going to get um, throughout the whole season. Um, three touchdowns today for, for 218. Um, I think the biggest thing is the 
you know, just New York doesn't have it with their third string quarterback. Um, that's they're just not going to win games. Um, biggest thing, third down efficiency, two for sixteen today. Well, they won um, what two, three in a row before this. They won two in a row. Yeah. Um, but the market, like the market, totally overvalued them coming into today. Like, oh yeah. If if the Giants had lost on Monday night two, against three in a row. If the Giants had lost on Monday night to Green Bay, what would this line have been today? Uh, it was at four and a half, right? No, it closed six and a half. Six and a half. Oh, I was going to say eight. Yeah, it probably would have been eight, eight, and, eight, a half, eight and a half, nine. Yeah. You know, but the fact that they won on Monday, the public like bet them heavy because they're like, oh, I just saw, I just saw the Giants win. The Saints haven't looked that good, and, you know, everyone was on the Giants, so the line was at, like, four and a half. Well, that was the wrong number because there was no way the Giants were going to sustain how they won games the last couple of weeks. Like, that's just unsustainable. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and same thing for the Bills. Like I say, like, the way the Bills have lost games is unsustainable. On the flip side, like, at some point, things are going to go your way. And on the flip side for the Giants, at some point, things aren't going to go your way. So I, I, I thought this line should have been like seven and a half, eight. I thought it was way too short, even for the Saints, dude, which is crazy, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane. Um, so I, and, and on the flip side, like I like the Giants last week against the Packers because I thought the market started overvaluing the Packers coming off two, two wins. Mm-hmm. You know, the Packers shouldn't be minus six and a half on the road against anybody in the NFL. Yeah. So that's why, like, sometimes you got to, like, you got to look at things in perspective, like, completely. Yeah. And this was this was one of them. Like, you know, most people looked at it, they were like, Saints are laying five and a half? How? But on the flip side, it's like, bro, the Giants still suck. The Giants. Yeah. <laughs> still the Giants. They absolutely yeah. suck. So, well, and they're they're hurting themselves by getting, like, you know, getting those three wins and and becoming a five and nine team, right? And um, and Ben, on the flip side, it's like the the Packers were six and a half point favorites on the road last week. Yeah, right. So you're telling me the Packers are that much better than the Saints? Yeah. That the Saints are only laying five and a half, six, six and a half on the at home? No yeah. way, dude. No way. Well, we'll see because the Saints have Green Bay next week, right? Do they? I think they do. What, where's it at? Uh, oh, no, sorry. No, no, no. I was wrong. Who has Who's playing Green Bay next week? I have no fucking clue. No, Saints have Rams next week. The Packers... Carolina. Yeah, they should win that game. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to that game. Atlanta at Carolina. Atlanta closed, what was it, two-and-a-half-point favorites mm-hmm. on the road. Carolina wins outright, covers a two-and-a-half. Total was 33, goes way under. This was an absolute dog shit weather game, by the way. Yeah. Um. But uh, Falcons go up 7 nothing, and then they don't score again for the rest of the game. And to be honest, the Panthers didn't score a single touchdown. No, three still, field goals. And still win. So, yeah. 
But I mean, Bryce still looked decent. 18 for 24. It's a good, uh, considering the weather too. I mean, it was a shit weather game, dude. Yeah. That's, that's 75% there. Um, you know, for 167 yards, averaging seven yards. So nothing great. Uh, <coughs> they were able to run the ball decently again, nothing great. Um, but you know, when you put that up against what Atlanta was able to do, they suck. Um, I, I, I still don't understand how you can't get Bijan the ball. Um, he was trash today, though, even when he got the ball. Yeah, but he only had, what, seven carries? Um, yeah, Arthur Smith, there's a lot of talk in Atlanta, like, that he's not going to get fired, but I'm sorry, bro. Like, there's no way you can continue with this dude as your head coach, bro. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, I mean, Pitts was targeted the most today. Um, four targets for three receptions for 37 yards. Um, Team sucks, bro. But... You know, Drake London, three targets, two receptions for twenty-four. Um Johnny Smith had a had a day. Average he had uh, two receptions for sixty-one yards, um, but one of those was fifty-six yards. So uh, you know, it's without that, Desmond Ritter doesn't look great at all. Yeah, I I think Desmond Ritter just doesn't look great. 12 for 20, so 60% today. Ritter sucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, that's a a Falcons problem. And at the end of the day, it's like even Arthur Smith, like you got this talent and you you can't put it all together. Like someone's got to be held accountable at some point. Yeah. That's the problem with – that's my problem with Arthur Smith. I think the Falcons, like – I would have picked them to win. I picked them to win this division to begin the year because I just thought they had too much talent. But yep. their head coach can't put it all together. Yep. All right, yeah. let's move on to uh, Kansas City at at New England. Kansas City closed ten and a half point favorites. The total was thirty nine and a half. Uh, Kansas City wins twenty seven to seventeen. What was your thoughts on this one, Ben? I mean, I can't believe they let. New England put up 17. I mean, I know one of that was a pick six. Uh, was it a pick six? No, it was just a pick in the no. in the in the red zone. Though. Yeah. Um. You know, fuck. They could not stop Hunter Henry to save their life. Um, he had a, a touchdown called back too, but you know he just seemed to be always open. Um, and you know when. You're at, you know, you, when you're playing New England and you know Zappy is only targeting him. Is Travis Kelsey washed, Ben? Double it. Uh, I don't think Travis is Kelsey's hurt? washed. Um, I think, I, mean, those, I just think teams are. Are those injuries real? I think the injuries are, I think there's some injuries there. I also think teams have kind of teams know that he's going to be the number one target when Kelsey's throwing the ball because their wide receivers core is just not good. I mean, thank God they're finally going to Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice. Yeah. Um, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire had a hell of a day today, um, but he's only in because Pacheco's there and Pacheco is, you know, a good running back, but he's not going to catch the ball like CH uh, did. Um, I think Kelsey is getting double teamed every time and 
the you know I I hate to agree with you, but I think the Taylor effect might be real. He's got so much it's else going on man. in his head that it's not fully there. I'm telling y'all, bro, shit is real, man. I'm not gonna put it all on him, but and they all went out. So I think he's a. I think I think some of his shit is like injuries, but I also think that like his like before this year, dude. Like you never heard anything about Travis Kelsey. Like it was just he played the games. Now he's like on commercials. He got the he's in the tabloids with Taylor and all this shit. So it's easy for us to sit here and be like. You know, oh, that's not going to get to your head and all this shit. But, like, that very well could, especially for, like, a tight end because he's used to, like, living in Mahomes' shadow. Yeah, and he's got spotlight now. Yep. And now it's, like, on him and it's, like, you know, and he's also getting older, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it wouldn't shock me if, you know, he is declining on top of, like, all this other shit going on, injuries, spotlight, et cetera. I think the pressure of the game is also there too because you have, but the, it's the pressure of the game has never got to him before. Yeah, but he's he's also had a wide receiver core that has been maybe um, not last year wasn't that much better. Last year was still better though. Um, who, who Juju? Juju was there. I see. Uh, Kadarius could catch for the three games that he was there. Um. Ah. I just, I just think that there's it's outside factors in probably the injuries that are getting to him, dude. Yeah. Like, and he's got his podcast, so like his podcast is like a huge hit now after the Super Bowl with his brother Jason. And I don't yeah, know, I, I just think there's a lot more going on in J- in uh, Travis's life where like I don't know if the focus is all on football, dude. Mm-hmm. And like he's I all of his commercials. Yeah, exactly. And like I don't want to call like I'm not gonna, sitting here and I'm not I'm not going to call him out and say that it is there isn't, but it is a fair question to ask. Is mm-hmm. football the most important thing to him at this point in his career? I don't know if it is. Yeah, I also wouldn't blame him. If it, I also wouldn't blame him if it's not. Yeah, because he's got what two rings now? He's got two rings. He's got a hell of a contract. He's old. He, he's older. He wants to you know, have a, a solid relationship like his brother has. Um, you know, he fucking loves playing uncle to those, you know, his, uh, to his brother's kids. So, you know, maybe that's what he's trying to do. I don't know if Taylor's the right answer for it, but. That's not us know. to decide. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, you're dating Taylor Swift. You're going to have so much spotlight and so many people viewing you and, and watching you that, Yep. You know, you you are under a microscope and he knows that. Yep. Um from football fans to non football fans, he's under a microscope. Hundred percent. So I also want to fucking isn't um Patrick Mahomes' uh brother hitting up his ex too? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't get that involved uh, in I, I the, think that was uh I don't get of, that involved it's, it's in the either bullshit. another player or um uh, or Mahomes' brother that's hitting up the ex. I don't get that involved in the bullshit, but uh, if I was Kelsey and I was dating Taylor Swift, I wouldn't give a fuck. Hold on, hold on. Ben's pulling it up. I'm trying to... We're out here like TMZ right now, bro. 
That's what matters. I guess any edge you can get, right? Yeah. Let's see. I don't see enough the the top tabloids. Brother. Yeah, I don't, I have no I haven't heard anything. I I also don't really pay that much attention to that kind of shit. Obviously the Taylor Swift stuff is hard to fucking not pay attention to because it's fucking everywhere, so Oh yeah. How many times did we see uh Taylor today? Too many. Getting pissed off at a <laughs> an acting call in the end zone? It's insane. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Bears at the Browns. Browns closed two and a half point favorites. Total was 38. If you got Bears three, three and a half, you either pushed one. If you waited till the last second and took the two and a half, you lost outright as the Browns win 20 to 17. Um, This is just, a, you know, another game where Justin Fields throws under 200 yards and people think he's a great quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that they should have won. He's still nineteen for forty. It's um, it's just it's uh, comedy at this point, dude. The team, the the Bears, still punted ten times. Yep. Um, I mean, it was nothing better. Flacco, you know, I mean, he had three hundred and seventy-four yards, which is incredible. But he was twenty-eight for forty-four, so I think that's like a. Ooh. That's probably close to like a 60, 65%. Um, that, the Browns punted nine times. Um, it's just comedy. Oh, We've yeah. got uh, how many drives did we have today there? Total drives. 30, 31 total drives and 19 punts. Yeah. Just three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. The Bears thing is comedy to me because – a lot of Bears fans on Twitter are like, oh, let's keep Justin Fields and trade the first pick and, and, and build through that. But it's like, dude, you have to extend Justin Fields in a year or two. This dude's thrown for like over 200 yards. He's averaging less than 170 yards in his career. He's thrown for over 200 yards like four times in the last two years. And you want to extend this guy and pay him money? and build around him and make it harder to build around him once you pay him, right? Yeah. Makes zero fucking sense to me. Like, the guy is an elusive athlete, 100%. He's a great fucking athlete. But he is not a great starting quarterback. No. And I think that teams, I think teams, um, you know, like the Falcons or a team that needs that's desperate for a quarterback, I think we'll trade for like a third round pick for him and take a shot on him for a year. But as far as the Bears are concerned, makes zero sense to me as to why like the Bears aren't the Bears are drafting the quarterback. I hope people understand that right now and just like come to grips with it. The yeah. Bears are drafting the quarterback with that first pick. Because you get five years of a rookie-scale quarterback contract to build around, which is a lot better than paying a, a quarterback. Justin Fields is not it. Yeah. Justin Fields, 8, 26, and 0. 
over his time with uh yeah with but they'll the tell Bears. you they'll but the Bears fans will tell you well well the offensive line sucks the defense yeah. sucks he doesn't have any receivers oh my god dude everything around him sucks okay yeah. so you want to pay him so you can't build anything around him anymore make yeah. it make sense it yeah. doesn't make any sense you put all the blame on everything else around him, yet you want to extend him and build around him and make it harder to build around him, even though you put all the blame on everything else around him. Yeah. 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 Dog um, shit. That's Bears fans for you. They have no sense of fucking reality. They're delusional as fuck. They're idiots. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably break 2,000 yards again uh, this season. Um which is a hell of a lot better this year than um, you know than last year when he played started fifteen games and only got twenty two forty two. This year he's got nine games started and he has eighteen ten. Uh, Thirteen touchdowns to six interceptions this year. Uh, totaling total on his career is thirty seven touchdowns to twenty seven interceptions. Um. Passing success rate, 38.3%. Um, his yards per game is averaging 164. Yeah. Dude, he's not that good. He's a great he's, athlete, dude. He's been sacked 123 times for a loss of 831 yards. <clears throat> Fourth quarter comebacks has only had two in his career. Has had three game winning drives. Yeah, one of them was the the Vikings game, which should have never had to have been of um, a game winning drive if he just didn't fumble twice in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the team team sucks, Ben. He's not good. Oh, well, I think I think he's like I think he's a a decent like he's a great athlete. A great yeah. athlete. He's never going to be a showstopper, though. Yeah, no. Nah, I don't think he'll ever be, like, a great quarterback, dude. I think he's the kind of guy that, like, you need an elite team around him to be good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the Bears can ever achieve that, having to pay him and then build around him. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the next game. We had the, the, Dolphin, or the Jets at the Dolphins dog shit game. Dolphins close seven and a half point favorites. They blow out another bad team. Shocker. The Dolphins beat beat up on shitty teams. Zach Wilson got hurt. I mean, this was just a... This game yeah. sucked, dude. This game was fucking atrocious. To be honest, I didn't bet this because I was... I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried about the... Uh, what was it at? Uh, what did it close at? Seven and a half. Seven and a half? I think it was eight when I was looking at, the, at bets and... <laughs> You know, this is one of those that I could have seen the Jets come in and, you know, flip flip the script and at least keep this one close. So I didn't bet this game. Well, Zach Wilson, got, he got hurt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jets not, didn't not get into Zach the Wilson's red zone great, once. But... No, but he's better than Simeon. Yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't get into the red zone once, and your turnover rate is 4 to 0. Yeah, the Dolphins, I mean, this is the thing with the Dolphins, dude, is we, we see them beat up on bad teams all the time, but, like, until this until this team beats a good team, dude, I, I don't give a fuck about the Dolphins, dude. I don't want to hear yeah. nothing about them until they beat a good team. Yeah. They're winless against a good team. In, in Dallas. 
Is it in Dallas or? Is that in Miami? Man, it could against Dallas. So if they don't beat Dallas, though, we you might as well just pack the Dolphins up, dude. Yeah, they'll probably win game one in the playoffs um, because they'll be division. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll be any team over five hundred, dude. Well, they're gonna be. Uh, well, they're gonna be number three, right? Right Let's now they're number two. Man. Right now they're number two. Okay. And they be, so yeah, they'll probably they, be number two. They'd be playing the Colts. Right and, and they can easily beat the Colts. But the thing is, is like, dude, what if what if it's the what if they had to play the Bills, dude? Yeah, the Bills or the Texans. I guess Yeah, it'd probably take both those teams to beat them, dude. Yeah. I, I even might take the Colts to beat them. I'm not, I'm not even lying. Dude, the, the Dolphins don't beat nobody good. They don't. Yeah. They beat the shit out of shitty teams. And then they fucking lose against bad teams. I mean, uh, they lose against winning teams. They they do yeah. not beat them. Yeah. And you got Mike McDaniel over there, fucking, you know, Mister. Everything's good. Everything's go good. Go lucky and shit. Motherfucker can't beat a good team, bro. Yeah, can't. He's a goofer. He's a goofball, bro. Yeah, wins against the Jets twice. The Commanders. The Raiders, the Pats, the Panthers, the Giants, the Broncos, the Patriots, and the Chargers. It can't be the good the team, Chargers, dude. it was game one. Yeah, but I mean, you look back on that Chargers game, and it's like, damn, the Chargers actually suck. Uh, you look back at that Chargers game, and that was... Chargers should have actually won that game. They should have won that game, yeah. But Chargers suck. Yeah. Anyways. They got fucking destroyed by the Bills, 48-20. Destroyed by the Eagles, 31-17. Yep. Uh, beat by the Chiefs, 21-14. And we're kind of seeing the Chiefs are a little questionable there. And then they lost to the Titans by one. They should beat the Titans. Nah, that was, that was an epic loss, dude. Yeah. That, yeah. Even, that, that loss even made me realize, like, goddamn, dude, the... Dolphins really do suck. But look at look at the remainder. I, I mean, the Bills. Bro, they got to the play Bills, the Bills again. If the Bills win out, hold on. The Bills are eight and six. The Bills Miami are a better is team. Ten to four. So if the Bills win out and Miami loses out, the Bills get the division, and Miami can very well lose out because they have the Bills, the Ravens, and the Cowboys. They can go 0-3 over the next three games. Yeah. And possibly be out of the playoffs. Yeah. If they're if they're 0-3, I mean that that should be something that we're talking about is that Miami might not make the playoffs nah, with the I schedule would, that they have. Nah, Ben, it would take a miracle for them not to make the playoffs. Bro, they, they can go 0-3. They could be 10 and 7 at the end of this. At the end of this. And Buffalo wins two games. They're ten and seven. If the, wins hold on, who's the, who do the Dolphins have the next three games? They have the Bills, the Ravens, and the Cowboys. Shit, they really might. <laughs> they might lose out, and they might not make the playoffs. That's yeah, a good chance. What what is I I want to look at that to not make the playoffs. What is that? Might be a great bet right there. It could be. Do we have a? I don't know. It's probably not going to be out till tomorrow. Yeah. But that's a bet that I want to look at. Not make the playoffs. 
and a division leader right now to not make the play. I mean, you could probably get good odds on that. Plus thousand, plus fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's uh, that's um, that's actually that might not be bad because they haven't beat a good team. They might yeah. lose out. Um, <laughs> Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. That's insane. All right, uh, yep. next game we had uh, Houston at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee closed like that Houston bet even more. Houston closed or um, sorry, Tennessee closed three point favorites. Total was thirty eight and a half. Houston wins outright, nineteen to sixteen. Um, Case Keenum, we all saw we all we all thought Davis Mills was going to start. Case Keenum mm-hmm. ended up starting twenty three to thirty six, two hundred twenty nine yards, one touchdown, one interception. Will Levis seventeen to twenty six, one hundred ninety nine yards, uh, zero touchdowns, one interception. Um, I liked Houston here only for the simple fact that Tennessee was coming off that huge win at Miami. I knew it was a fucking letdown spot from the beginning. Um, played out that way. I honestly, I thought Davis Mills was going to start, dude. I had no idea Case Kingdom was going to start. Yep. Um, liked it better with Davis Mills. I'm not going to lie, but Texans get it done, dude. Nineteen to yep. sixteen. Here they are in the playoff hunt, still even without CJ Stroud. Yep. Um, now you talked about Travis Kelsey. Is he washed? Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, Derrick he Henry washed? is washed, dude. He's been sixteen <sighs> carries today for nine yards. Yeah, too many. He's definitely uh, too many years on those legs, dude. It's yep. time to give it over to Tajay Spears. Yep, and, and he didn't look good today either. Um, he looked better than Derrick Henry. Oh, he definitely did. I mean, fuck, Will Levis was better than Derrick Henry. Will Levis was 6.3 yards per carry. Um, you know, Taja had 3.3, and and Derrick Henry had negative 0. 0.6. 0. 0.6, dude. 0.6 yards per carry. So, yeah. Yeah, under a yard per carry, dude. Yeah, not good. Can't happen, man. With the first 16 carries, too. Just not good. Unreal. Yeah, I think he's I think he's washed up. But the Texans they got a ch- they got a chance to make the playoffs, man. Yep. They do. I think it's a great shot, especially with this whole Miami. Yeah, Miami um Miami definitely has a chance to lose out. Um, you know, Colts, Bengals, Browns, you know <laughs> Bengals and Browns for the most part, you know, a lot of injuries that both those teams are dealing with. So Definitely a shot. Definitely a shot for the Texans. Miami and Houston didn't play each other, so they go by conference is the tiebreak, right? Mm, Division first, then conference. Okay. So Miami, let's see. Miami would win the tiebreaker if they were tied. So... Houston has to win out. Miami has to lose out. Yeah. For, for that to happen. Yep. It would be hard, but yeah, could happen. Yep. All right, let's move on to uh, our Monday night game. We have the Philadelphia Eagles at Seattle Seahawks. Uh, currently, Philadelphia lane three. The total is at forty five. Um, what do you th- What do you like about? The- do you like anything in this game, Ben? I don't. Um, I, I worry about 
this uh, I worry about this game because you've got, you know, I guess not an injury to both quarterbacks, but you know, is Jalen Hurts going to come in and have a fucking Michael Jordan flu game, or is he going to come out and throw a dud because he's got the flu? Um, <laughs> you know, he he didn't travel with the team. Uh, he, he took his own charter separately because he's sick and they didn't want to get the rest of the team sick, but he's moved from doubtful to questionable and things have announced that he's probably going to play. Um, you know, you got Geno Smith is questionable, but again, probably not going to play. Um, I mean, I know you like that better, but yep, there's, there's just too many questions for this game for me to really play to, to be really confident. I do have a bet for the best bet, but it's, uh, it's kind of not your average bet. So I'll save that one for later. Well, I like, I like Seattle here. Plus at three, I, I think, um, you know, I personally, I don't think this Philly team's that good. Yeah. Like straight up and offensively, I think aside from AJ Brown, they're, really mid like they they don't run the ball very well they don't outside of aj brown they don't really pass the ball very well their Mm -hmm. defensive line is good but they give up a shit ton of fucking uh pass yards um they're giving up 6.5 yards per pass 10 point yards per completion um i just i i don't love this this uh, Eagles team, man, like I just, I think they're very fraudulent. I think they're very lucky to be ten and three. Like this team could very well be seven and six right now. Yeah, you know, this team could be eight and five. Like they're lucky to be ten and three. Um, and and Seattle's like they're not that good, but I mean, like, dude, Seattle hung at Dallas. You know what I mean? Like they hung with them, and uh, like I, I just think Seattle. I think they're gonna be able to throw the ball. I think they're gonna be able to enough make enough plays to stay in this game. And it would not shock me if Seattle won this game, dude. Yeah. Like, this is this is the kind of shit Seattle does. They win games they're not supposed to, especially at home in primetime. I'll take the primetime dog. Give me Seattle plus three. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, – the big thing is there's injuries on both sides. So, I mean, this could – you know, this very well could go to, to Seattle's way as you're, as you're talking about it. So I don't doubt that. Um, but I don't think I'm confident enough to make a play on this. I am. Yep. All right. <clears throat> Any baseball, Ben, you want to talk about? Um. I mean, we had a couple couple signings this week, couple trades this week. Um, Want to get your? Uh, I mean, we're we're still waiting on Yoshi, uh, so that's kind of the big big wait here while we have some kind of uh, items, yep. you know, on hold. Um, I, I wanted to talk to you about the glass now uh, trade and then extension. Yeah, uh, with the Dodgers, I think. Uh, where, you know, we see the Dodgers get rid of Pepio, um, which is kind of the biggest item that they're giving back for Glass now. 
Um, but you're getting glass now who's coming off of a injury um, and kind of a, a big question mark. And then they re-sign him to a five-year $136 million deal. For glass now? For glass now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the the like full details of the contract. However, like if Glassnell is healthy, like he definitely has like top five stuff. Like, you know, the stuff is there for sure. It's just whether or not he stays healthy. And that's obviously that's been the big thing in his career. Like he just, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with that being said, like, you know, I, I think the trade was kind of a reach, you know, Pepio was good in his showing last year. He's a rookie, and we know what the Rays do. Like, the Rays literally, they'll use starters up, and they trade them, and they end up becoming shit. Like, Chris Archer is a prime example, right? They traded Blake Snell. Blake Snell was shit, and then was good, and was shit, and then was good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as that's concerned, like, you know, again, if Glassnell's healthy, Ben, it's a great trade, but that's a big fucking if, dude. And now you have a starting rotation who has 37 Tommy John surgeries. Yeah, Jesus. Are you serious? Yeah. Combined. Dustin May, Walker Bueller, Tyler Glassnell, Shohei Otani. Holy Jesus, yeah. Like, they, um, they got a lot of t- TJs in there, dude. So it's not really 37, but uh, when... Yeah, no, I think see, it's 27. Yeah. Um, let's see. Games played in 2016, 7. 2017, 15. Uh, he did play in 45 in 2018, but only had 11 starts. Because um, he was relief for Pittsburgh, and he went into 34 relief games there. Um 12 starts in 2019, 11 starts in 2020, 14 starts in 2021, two starts in 2022, and 21 starts last year. But again, injury after injury after injury. That's that's rough. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's another huge question mark for for LA, and I you know I still don't see their their pitching can be top notch, but it also can be you know if injuries occur, if one of them goes down, they're not a top pitching staff. If you add Yoshi, yeah, maybe, but. That's still a question mark. Yep. That's a huge question mark. Elsewhere because of that. Unless he's just going for money. Who? Uh, Yoshi. Um, I mean, I'd be like, from everything we're hearing, I think Yoshi's down to the Giants and, um, the Dodgers and the Red Sox. And the Yankees, I think, are still in on it. He went and, had another day talking with the Yankees. So, 
we'll see what happens. I'd be, I'd be, uh, I mean, the thing with the Dodgers, dude, is that you could get all the players, you could sign all the players, you could pay all the players you want. At the end of the day, like, they all got to stay healthy. And you still got 162 games you got to play, plus the playoffs. Yeah. Like, there's no guarantees. And, like, especially, like, with Glass now, prime example, like, dude's never been able to stay healthy for a whole season. Right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Shohei hasn't been able to stay that healthy his entire career. Like, he stayed healthy the year before last year. That was the only year. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Well, and you still have got Kershaw. What is what's he gonna do? Oh, dude, uh, he's a he's a fucking corpse, dude. Yeah, exactly. You've got Bobby Miller as your as your five or your four right now. Um, they're getting Bueller back. Okay, they get Bueller back. They have Glass now. They have Gonsolin. They have Miller. Uh, Lance Lynn is gone, right? What is Lance Lynn gone? Uh yeah, he's signed with uh the Cardinals. Okay, yeah. Um Yeah, so you have Bueller. I mean technically Arias is still is still on. Nah, he's a free agent, technically. Is he a free agent? Okay. Yeah. I thought he had one more year. Um it's, yeah, it, Kershaw Gonsolin. It's crazy, Ben, because since the signing of Otani, the Dodgers have actually gone down as World Series favorites. Yeah. The Braves are now six to one. Dodgers are still seven to one, but the Braves have jumped the Dodgers. Huh. Which is comedy. Yep. But that goes to show you, like, people just they don't think that Dodgers have seasons worth of uh wins in them. Yeah. Let me ask you this. All right. So Shohei's signed for another ten years. In those ten years, what is the what makes it a success for this team? As of now, like obviously we don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Like they could sign even more guys, right? But as of right now, ten years of Shohei Otani, you got Bets and Freeman for another seven plus years. What is the what is the number of World Series that makes this a, a success? I think it's four. Four, okay. I think it's four because <clears throat> of the Giants' is three. Okay, and I think everything that the Dodgers do is to oust the Giants in their division. And be the best team. Have we seen a team win more than four in a decade? Uh, no, not really. No. So I, I think four is the number that they, if they don't win four, maybe three. Yeah, I was going to say three is a, I would say three, anything less than three is a object failure. Mm-hmm. With the amount of money that they're spending with the amount of, I mean, they aren't really getting rid of prospects, so they're going to be able to put a team out. They they draft really well. They develop well. They, they draft develop and develop well. well. Yeah, yeah. Three. I think 
anything less than three in ten years is an an absolute abject failure. Mm-hmm. And they're the villains now. Every team is going to be going out to beat the Dodgers. Yep. And they're going to get the best. You know, I, I think there was. It already was there these last couple of years. But now but even is, more. It, it's going to be even more. Yep. Um, 100% and agree. You're going to get. It's like in college when, like, you know, uh, Georgia comes to your home stadium. Like, you know, you're going to get the best effort from that team because yep. they're going to want to beat you. Yep. I, I yeah. yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be the same thing with the Dodgers, dude. You're going to get Dodgers fans everywhere, and your team is going to want to shut those fans up too. So I think it's twofold. One, you want to win the series against the Dodgers because that really puts kind of you on where you're at as a team, and you're going to want to want to shut all those fans up who are coming into your stadium wearing Dodger blue. Yep, 100%. And a team that's fucking deferring ninety seven percent of the fucking guys. Yeah, but he's still his cap hits like forty six million, dude. Yeah, but that's they a have lot to... less than seventy. Yeah, but I mean forty six is still more than any other player in the league. So true. <laughs> they have to true. put that into escrow. So I mean, like the Dodgers cap hit is still like it still sucks, dude. Yeah, um, but it it allows them to do a lot more with that twenty two million. Yeah, that they. Sure, and they they could obviously, but I mean, it's like I showed you; they only made fucking fifteen million in in yeah. But for the next last couple year. years, that's going to be that's going to change. The next three years, it's going to double. They better hope. What if they only make it in the first round? Still, with jersey sales, concessions, ticket prices being up, because they would ho- they, they, they hope so, Ben. That's they why will. they signed them. It will. Here we go. The next three years, they'll be at least at at thirty million. All right, let's get some best bets, Ben. What do you like for tomorrow? Um, I am. Uh, I only have one best bet for tomorrow, um, and that is going to be uh, Seattle first half over 10 points. Um, so looking at Seattle in the, um, you know, this, this year, um, as we've seen it. Uh, oh, my God, I just lost my page. At home, they have been... They've been scoring 6.4, sorry, six points per uh, quarter uh, in the first and second quarters. Um, And uh, Philly has not been putting up as much um, on average. Uh, They're only averaging 4.3 in their last three games compared to 6.7 in their last three games uh, within the first quarter. Second quarter is only about five compared to 6.4. Um, so I think the way that Seattle has been scoring in the first half um, is going to put them over 10 points um, against a, a you know, struggling defensively um, Philadelphia Eagles team. Nice. All right. I like three bets for tomorrow. Uh, number one, I like Duquesne minus two against Bradley. Uh, Duquesne's been great at home. Bradley 0-4 ATS in the last four, which you would typically think is a buy low spot, but I just think Duquesne, much better team. Bradley really starting to struggle. I think the market's kind of caught up to them. Uh, number two, I like Oakland plus 16 and a half against Michigan State. 
Michigan State coming off a massive win against Baylor. And this is a huge game for Oakland as Oakland is in the Detroit metropolitan area. So obviously these players on Oakland did get shunned by Michigan State. So I think it's a big motivational factor for Oakland. I say this all the time with with California teams when they play USC, UCLA, um, Stanford, Cal. Like they get up for these kind of games because they got shunned by these teams. So I like Oakland plus 16 and a half. And I also like the Seahawks plus three. I just I'm not sold on this Eagles team, man, and they give up a lot of pass yards. I think the I think the Seahawks are gonna be able to keep it close. I, I like them to cover the three. I like all three. There we go. Yes, yes, yes. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this glorious show on this Sunday night. It's no longer evening. We really appreciate y'all for hanging out with us. Uh, make sure to go to Sharp's app, S-H-A-R-P-Z. Use promo code George 517 It's free to download. Track your bets. Become a better better. Follow us on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck you want to call it. At Taproom underscore sports. Follow us on Instagram at Taproom Sports Podcast. Follow myself on Twitter at Jordan Rules TSP. For Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks last. We'll catch y'all later. Have a blessed Monday. We out. Peace. So I stand with a dead smile on my face, wondering how much of my time they'll waste. Oh God, I hate these Satan's helpers. And then I guess I must have snapped because I grabbed the baseball bat and made them all run for shelter. It's Christmas time.